Like, ride with me if you ride with me, you can slide with me if you feel like 550 on the five sticky, come get high with me. That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? That's a bet, right? That's a deal, right? That's a deal, right? That's a bet, right? Hello, everybody, and welcome into Poor Sports, the podcast. It is your host, Jake Kelly. I am here live in studio with both Lee and Jeremy. Lee, say what's up to the people. Hey, boys. How's it going? And hey, everybody listening. It's always great to be in the studio with you guys. Love this stuff. It's nice to see both your beautiful faces in person. It was nice to have you guys on the line and stuff, but... It makes everything so much easier for me. Oh, man. Yeah, as the producer, for yeah. sure. Uh, how have you guys been? We're reaching the end of NBA, NHL. I'm, you know what? I'm kind of looking forward to whenever all of these like bubble sports are done so that I can go to bed at a decent time. Yeah. And, I'm, and I'm, not, I'm not joking, man. Like I'm, I'm genuinely trying to go to bed at 10 o'clock, and it's just impossible. No, yeah, you it's cannot impossible. do that. So, uh, but other than that, I'm obviously enjoying it, right? Uh, hockey winding down, basketball's just a little bit behind them, but, man, I'm doing all right. And I'm baseball's right. about to start their playoffs, too. Ba- yeah, and the Jays are looking like they're going to be in it. Yeah, they'll so, be in So, like, I'll pay attention to that once they're in the playoffs. As long as football's not on. Yeah, probably. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Anyways, uh, yeah, so what's going on? Not much. Like it's like you said, like, there's sports on all the time. It's, it's now it's never the issue. Um, I, it feels like normal. Like in a sense, right? Like, yeah. like I on Saturdays I wake up, I can watch like the prem play in the morning, and then I know I have all my college games because I'm the big college guy, right? And then mm-hmm. NFL, it's like you're waking up for one o'clock. You know, it's going. It's it still feels. Like, you gotta wake I, up at twelve to do all your uh, last minute bets. tinkering and stuff like that. To your yeah. fancy lineups. Yeah, but like it's like it's almost like like I'm still very like. Uh, thankful that we have it. So it's like every time I wake up on Sunday, it's like I'm still like a kid waking up on Christmas. You're like, oh my god, it's just on again. Yeah, you know, what again. I mean? just because like we've we've seen it just been canceled and again and again and, and again yeah. and again. By the way, for those of you who maybe haven't listened to the uh, the podcast that we did right before the whole shutdown, just do yourselves a favor and go back and listen to that. I, we should try to find the title of that one, but it is it is eerie because like I came into the studio and I think that Jeremy, I think you said like. Gobert has COVID. And like that was like right and then like like within the within the podcast the NBA, the, the NBA had shut down and then we're talking about like college basketball and we're like, well, the, like we picked winners for every conference tournament and the next day before noon every yeah. tournament had been canceled. It was just it's a very very eerie podcast. So uh so if you have a little bit of time just go back and if, if you feel like going down memory lane and not getting PTSD then then maybe uh go and give that one a check but Anyways, moving forward. So, there is lots and lots and lots and lots to talk about. Uh, we're going to start out with the NHL. Uh, we'll just kind of... not going to talk too much about the uh, the finals right now. It's currently tied 1-1 between Dallas and Tampa Bay. Who do you guys like to continue on here? I mean, flip a coin for me. Da- uh, Tampa looked pretty good. Uh, well, especially in the they beginning. They held on. They held on. They looked pretty good in the beginning. And then... <laughs> so, perhaps... Per- I don't know. I, th- I think flip a coin. Yeah, so I I uh, have Tampa, and that might just be wishful thinking because I think I look at the Leafs and they kind of build like the same the same super skilled team, and hopefully that gets them through. Always and, got the Leafs connection. Somewhere. Yeah, always got the Leafs connection, and also I want Dallas to lose as a Leaf fan because Jason Spezza came and took a minimum contract with his hometown Leafs to chase the cup. He left Dallas. You can't have Dallas then go on to win the cup. I'd be so sad for Spezza. Yeah, I mean, sucks to suck, but 
Yeah. He should he should have known better than to come to the lease if he's looking to chase a cop. Like, come on. Come on, man. Yeah. Insert Spets a laugh here. Right? That, yeah. that, that's what's needed. Mm-hmm. Um, but they came out, like, is, if Stamkos comes back and maybe just plays the power play. Do you team, almost want him to, though? I, I want him to. I want him to play a game so that he at least feels like he contributed, like. Like, I get that, but, like, like this team's been <clears throat> buzzing, right? Like, this team's been buzzing, and all of a sudden you're going to bring a guy back who hasn't played a single game in this bubble into, the like, the, your most important games of, of these guys' career. Yeah, can we talk about that, how he's been in the bubble for... Yeah, he hasn't left. He's just there. Like, I, I actually thought, like, because they never showed him in the box. It felt like they never showed him. And then all of a sudden when they won the East... And uh, they, he came out. He came and, out, and he's holding the trophy. And I'm like, oh my god, he's there! Like he is there. Like everybody, it was almost like a myth, like yeah. that he was there. It was kind of, I don't know. I wouldn't be there, but I guess he just wants to be with the boys. So yeah. I don't know. And uh, he's an important part of that team. And I think that if they can add his one timer to the power play, so you think just PP time, then get him off. Pretty much, yeah. And extra attacker. Look at the Flyers. The Flyers went like unfortunately when they brought back uh, Oscar, right? Yeah. Like he looks slow. Like he looks sluggish. These they, are they're... completely different players we're talking about. I'm still saying though, but like you're you're the best against the best, right? Yeah. Like, and that wasn't that was the the slow New York Islanders making him look slow. Yeah. That da- Dallas like. Dallas isn't all that much faster. I just I want I want Tampa Bay to win because I'm going to say it right now. I hate Corey Perry. I hate. Corey I, Perry. I like Corey Perry. I like, I, you I, would be a guy to like Corey. Oh Perry. yeah, hundred percent. Yeah, like, 100%. But like he's just like the guy who like throws water in the guy's gloves. Like he's just always like I just I don't know. I hate him, and that's that's as as selfish as I could be that I want Tampa Bay to win. Do you guys see Hedman? What he did to a Perry last night? The little stutter step. No, fit. at the faceoff. No, they were lined up <laughs> next to each other at the faceoff, and Perry kind of leans in, and Hedman just sticks his his stick right in front of him, and then just pushes him over the stick. Perry falls over the stick because of course <laughs> yeah. and I think all the refs saw it and we're just like it's Corey Perry yeah, it's we'll, Corey Perry we'll let that one slide yeah it was so funny <laughs> <laughs> um, anyways though uh, NHL awards NHL awards came out so uh, Hart Trophy I don't think it was a big surprise that uh, Leon Dreisaitl got it it was either him and McKinnon for a second right uh, yeah I, I believe so I would have had Panarin as my winner see I thought the Panarin I thought it was between uh, Dreisaitl and Panarin but I would have had it between Panarin and Mc, Mc, uh, McDavid or McKinnon. Who McDavid? Like McDavid got. I think McDavid got like seven first place votes. Yeah, he, I I don't have the thing with me. I just kind of saw like the breakdown of the votes. Um, I don't know. I don't. I don't really have like you look at because you have to vote in the regular season, right? Like you look at the numbers that he put up. The points. Yeah, the he's points. talking about. Yeah, the points that he put up, and it's like I don't know. It's always kind of been like that when they voted. So like you don't really like they didn't give it to everybody, and they're like, oh my god, I can't believe they gave it to him. Well, so the, I believe there was a point in the season where Leon Dreisaitl had sixty points, and if you went and looked at his like defensive contributions and like the advanced stats. Uh, that he had the he had a less of like a win share than Valerie Nachushkin, who at the time had zero goals and zero assists, playing penalty kill mostly for Colorado. So wow. that just goes to show that those stats mean nothing. That just that, goes to that, show that, that that's those one way to stats look at it. mean absolutely nothing. Uh, if you want like a deeper dive, I don't do a very good job of explaining it all. But Dom decision on the Athletic, he because everyone was coming at him because he left Drysaddle off his ballot. So everyone's like, oh, blah, blah, blah. how could you? How could you do that? And uh, I think he had like Hellbuck there at, at, on his uh, MVP thing when people don't do that because they got the Vesna and he had, he had Matthews above him and that that made people all angry and it's just a, I, I'm gonna get to it like go read it more in depth after I read it this morning and it was good. 
Like, you agree? Interesting. Uh, yeah, I, I don't think dry title should have been. I don't think he should have even been on the ballot. I feel like that guy's never played a sport in his life. Well, <laughs> Jake, this is, like, so, like, analytics versus watch the game versus. I am I am completely fine with the analytics argument to a degree. But whenever you're to leading, leave them off the ballot, to leave, like, to leave the, the NHL's leading scorer off the ballot, that that makes no sense. That he, just makes no sense. He he's a good player. Like he's probably a top ten player in the NHL. He, in my book. So top ten player would be on the ballot. No, top five. Okay, and but he had Hellebuck there. Yeah. No, I'm off it. I'm off it. I'm off it. Okay. Well, so I you could have made the argument to me that McKinnon or Panarin should have deserved it. There's no way I leave Dreisaitl off the off the ballot. I can't leave him off the ballot. So he had Dreisaitl seventh in his rank- rankings. Had Hellebuck, Panarin, McKinnon, Pasternak, Marchand, Matthews. Then so you had two Boston guys too. Yeah. No, I'm off it. I'm uh, like and guy. then just one more quick note on the heart. Um, I think it was seven voters, including Brian Burke, had Dreisaitl one, McDavid two. Which that that brings up another argument. Are you really the most valuable person to your team if there's two of you right there? Well, then it's all just about semantics. What well, does the, many, what yeah. does the actual like? Well, it's the most valuable player to your team in the regular season. Like we have this conversation every single year. Yeah, right? and that's what I was gonna say. Like think back to like even like the Chicago days. Like I bet you how many times you think like has Kane's won the heart right? Yeah, like, twice I think it is or something like that. Like how many times do you think Taze is probably in that top five too because they were just so good together. Or like like Henrik and Daniel Sedin. Henrik, yeah, that's what I mean. You can't like so that's like that's a tough argument. I don't like either. The the awards are like there's just a whole bunch of good players, and this year it's your turn, and it's also what media narrative they want to drive this year. I think that any like all awards, whether they're NBA, NHL, NFL, it should be players and coaches that do it, and that's it. Well, that's kind of of what the Ted Lindsay is. So then we should be celebrating the Ted Lindsay more than than the heart. Drysdale also got the. There you go. Yeah. Wow. There you Shocker. go. Yeah. But hey, this guy from The Athletic had him seventh. Yeah. But, but players me, and coaches the players, like, Yeah, but the players and coaches know nothing. Like, give me a break. That's like the top 100 in the that NFL, grind. like when it's just all players that vote that. Like, I trust that. Yeah. Like, they vote for that. I'm on, I'm on a different boat here. Yeah, I think you're on the other side. Yeah. Here. All right, I, I, let's go funny. to other awards here. Well, since we already said this. Uh, your ten. boy. Your boy, Roman Yossi. The captain. The captain won the, uh, the what's it called the Norris Trophy as the best defenseman. Honestly, if I didn't play fantasy hockey, I would have no clue who Roman Yossi is. So yeah, that's the thing. Well, like that's the thing where like Nashville's trying to become a bigger market, like really, but like they're still not. You know what I mean? Like you still like like you like go to like the basic fan or like that. You're like name me like three players in Nashville. Like it's gonna be a, I a, a grind. Don't know if I could. You Let me try. I mean? Let me try. Roman Yossi. There you go. Uh oh. <laughs> is Thomas Volkun still there? He's the backup, right? <laughs> no, no, no. Get but, out of here, Jake. But that's what I mean. Like, he's, like, you, like the, the national PK Subban to, there? No, gone. No. He used to be, though, at least. So maybe give you half a point. New Jersey, that's right. <laughs> but you get what I mean. Like, Jake, Jake right here is proving the point. Yeah. But, yeah, so to, to win the Norris, like, he uh, led NHL defenseman with points. And uh, he's on the PK. Like, he's like a workhorse, right? Like He, he puts, plays half the game pretty much every game. Yeah. 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 So, like, there was, like, it wasn't really in question. Like, you had, like, the two guys that were with him. You had, like, the classic uh, headman. And the other one was John Carlson, right? Yeah. The, John Carlson's the one that also analytics doesn't really like. 
product of the system on a surprisingly power... not in the ba- ballot though Dougie Hamilton which yeah is still back to Jer when he said unanimously yeah <laughs> like, like, it'll happen maybe I'm a year early <laughs> um, COVID ruined everything <laughs> yeah I don't know about that um, but yeah that's a that's a great award and like as a Predators fan until Kyle Turris gets traded or uh, gets moved I am very happy for the team <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah Yossi did well um, future Toronto Maple Leaf Alex Peter Angelo did pretty well in the voting as well. Fingers crossed. Yeah. The, is it Peter Angelo or Petrangelo? Petrangelo. So is he coming to the Leafs? I've seen some rumors on Twitter. Is he coming to the Leafs? It would like it's a big puzzle, and like I looked at the cap, cap space and cap friendly, and when the rumors came out, the Toronto Maple Leafs page on Cap Geek or Cap Friendly or whatever one is still up right now. It like crashed because Leafs fans were trying to figure out uh, how to fit in. So do you, do you guys need him though? Like I'm like the one because don't you guys you guys sign that KHL or like guy right? Like you, you want something to, you can count on. Okay. And, and I, I just knew that, and then you have Sandine uh, coming up, right? P- Pierre LeBron said on Overdrive yesterday, I believe it is that the Leafs have been looking for a defenseman for as long as we've all been living. And like since Thomas Caberlet was on the team. Yeah, and now but there's a little Same bit more urgent a little bit more urgency he's hearing from other GMs. So I don't know how you're gonna fit eight and a half million ish for Petriangelo. They're gonna have St. Louis is gonna have to take some, right? Well, no, he's a free agent. He, but he's gonna want eight and a half. Yeah. There's no shot. He, yeah, he wants Yossi money. He was trying and like He wants I, Roman No. I I think the last offer St. Louis offered him was seven by seven and a half. So that's like Pretty oh, good, fifty-ish million. Yeah, and but they wouldn't tell him the ter- like the the how the payout comes to him, hmm. like whether it's front loaded, back loaded, yeah. Et okay, and, and the, the Leafs they paid out the salary cap was like eighty-two million this year, but they spent one hundred and fifteen million just on like bonuses and front loading and everything like that. So if there's a team that's going to benefit from the pandemic, then it's going to be them. Yeah, and I love how the Doris conversation. I got all the way over to the Leafs. Comes back to the Leafs. Of course it does. Of course it does. We've done it twice already. Yeah. Yeah, um, But going back to the Norris, I thought Hedman was a, like, Hedman or Yossi was my pick, so. Yeah, like, that was another one where, like, people said it and nobody complained. Yeah. The uh, Nashville Twitter guy and social media person went nuts. They almost broke Twitter. Like, they, like, changed our name. They were screaming, like, everything like that. It was was crazy. Um, And then what did we get for the, we had the Vesna. Yeah. So Vesna's Winnipeg, Connor Hellbuck. Was yep. it close? Them, Tuca was the only one, right? I was. I think it was, like, we don't need to look up the numbers. I just know it was between Connor and Tuca, right? Like, with uh, the uh, Bruins being the best team in the NHL. Mm-hmm. So most of the time you see the Vesna come from there, unless there's a crazy season. Yeah, it. It like the, he did really good this year. And goalies, I will say this till I'm blue in the face, goalies are just almost completely random. So Is Hellebuck Canadian? Yeah. Yes. So, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but doesn't it seem like there's not a lot of good Canadian goalies right now compared to what we had in the past? Carey Price. Yeah, it's... Halibut. I I wonder why that happened. Like, there was a whole bunch of Euro goalies for the long... And these are the goalies we're seeing now that came through the CHL, and then they would dominate... And now the CHL said you can't have Euro goalies. Although I think they've changed they that changed again. That they changed again. that back now because that's what like there's the import draft in the CHL, and almost every time like the first picks are always just goalies. Hellbuck's not Canadian. He's from Michigan, so close enough. There but... you go. No, <laughs> so, Canadian, not Canadian. So, so Canadian who? goalies we have Carey Price, and then I know Ben Bishop. Mm. 
Like yeah. that—that's certainly not like the murderers row that it used to be. No, right? not, it's Broder, not. It's not Broder, Wah, Cujo, Belfar, Luongo. Yeah, like, Pri- Price, and then you're gonna have Price, Hart, and a third goalie there in the next. Oh, best Hart. Best. Well, Hart's Hart's already like, uh, like really good. Uh, I'm just I'm trying to look right now just so like we can mm-hmm. we can see here. So I Mark Andre Fleury. Right, he might not, he's not even the starter on his team. I know. Yeah, I, we're just a oh, Holpe, Canadian. Yeah, he has um, his ups and downs. He yeah. might not be the starter again as well. Dubnik wasn't like lost the job. Brian Elliott, Corey Crawford, Mike Smith. So, you, like Jake, you're completely right, mm-hmm. right? Like and then you you're starting to get into Bernier, Reimer, Jones, Talbot. Jeez. Now you're into like these Matt Murray. But like Carter Hart, Jordan Bennington, so like all of a sudden these a couple of these new bloods you're getting where it's like we're going to be fine. But like look at look at Russia's stock, right? Yeah, even, even Vasilevsky, the the New York Rangers goalies, yeah. uh, even the, even Hodobin. the Capitals. Hodobin, is he not? Yeah, yeah. Like I know he might be just having a playoff, but still, like he's keep, like game one was won because of Hudobin. Yeah. yeah, he's giving me serious like Cam Ward vibes. Oh, Carolina that's Hurricanes. A name. That's a back name. in the day. But, so, but like I, I don't know. Like the next Olympics, where like NHL players are supposed to be in. Like if we're going into the Olympics with Carey Price and Carter Hart, I feel completely fine. I feel I feel fine. Yeah, you, I, I don't you feel fine. Need... Like I feel like I feel like when you start ranking goalies, you have Price and Hart. We're going to be in like top three, and that's uh, my opinion. I don't know if they they're yeah. top three, but yeah. I get what you're saying. You really only need one. Yeah, you really only need. I one. feel perfect if right. if, if and, and the rest of the world is just catching up. Yeah, sure. that's what it is, right? Like, we, but yeah, like like if we're going in the Olympics and it's like, oh, uh, like Carey Price is our goalie, I'm going to feel fantastic. Okay. Uh, are we happy with that? Yeah, we're we're happy with that. Also, no, Sean Couturier won the Selkie, and which is a stupid award. Yeah, the, there's a whole bunch of better defensive forwards, but he's the best, like Bobby maybe two way forward. Well, I know it was announced earlier, but he still won Comeback Player yeah, of the Year. Yeah, it's, right? it's a good story. That's a great story. And Kale McCarr won Rookie of the Year over Quinn Hughes, and that was the other one that, that was, was going to be kind of close. That was the big race, I thought. Yeah, yeah. So that's cool to see like <clears throat> two defensemen scoring at that rate. And did didn't Quinn? I thought Quinn said something along the lines of like the whole Donovan Mitchell thing was Kale McCarr a rookie. Because he joined Colorado for their playoff run last year. Uh, oh, like like uh, with Ben Simmons and Donovan Mitchell. Yeah, like I, I I thought Quinn might have said something along those lines because he was like, oh well, it's just weird that Kyle McCarr just joined them for the playoffs and played the entire playoff run with Colorado, but we're still going to clarify him as a rookie, like because it is experience. Anyways, that was just like a cool tidbit that was said. Uh, I like McCarr. I wouldn't have done it either way. Like McCarr and Quinn Hughes, either way are really good. I saw Quinn Hughes play for University of Michigan. Because uh, he was the defenseman there, we went to go watch a couple games when we were in Windsor. He could not it like he was electric. Like like even sure. when like he got it on, like Yost Arena would just go nuts. Like he just like how the way he like fired it around. And, like he had a great shot, everything like that. Like sick. I think we're seeing it now. Yeah, I think yeah. I, it didn't take long to pay off. No. Nope. Mm-hmm. Anyways, that's enough hockey talk. I think. Yes. Let's. Uh, so we're gonna quickly move on to basketball. Uh, and really. It's not much to talk about, in my opinion, other than I think that the East is maybe a bit of a coin flip. Miami looks pretty good, but it's looking like the Lakers' championship to lose at this rate. They're uh, Right now, they're minus 400, so that means that you'd have to bet $400 to win 100. That's in the conference finals. They're only up two games to nothing, but that just shows the confidence that the sportsbooks have in them. 
the Golden State Warriors in all those years never had these odds this good. Yeah. In their in the conference finals, right? Even when they had Kevin Durant, even when they, they I think they swept the the Cavs in the finals. But I think that's right? that's the LeBron effect both ways, right? Cuz sure. cuz like over on the west when they were dominating over there, you still have to go through one way over on the east, right? Yeah. Like yep. like LeBron would be waiting for you in the east when he's there. Mm-hmm. And now it's just like but the problem is like Golden State like that like super team had to go through LeBron, but now it's like LeBron and like his super duo right of him and ad right but they're not running into like a super team over on the east if they get through it right no they're they're not the if like they, and that's Milwaukee. what i'm saying like if if they get through it because like denver did the same thing here i don't see it happening again i'm kind of like a long snoop mm-hmm. where it's just like we're not the dang clippers is like kind of what he mm-hmm. said after that um but like it's just i don't know if the tier like the Raptors would have almost the Raptors or the Bucks would have been the better just because they're the defensive teams. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like I just feel like you're going to see Boston, and you're going to see Miami try to run and gun with this Lakers team. It just doesn't work. I I just think I think that we're going to see like this is going to be the the uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Not the homecoming party. The icing on the cake. The, no, whenever, whenever you the coming out party, excuse oh, me, the that. coming out party for Anthony Davis. Like, if I thought you, he was going to say LeBron James, and I was going <laughs> to turn off my mic, right? Turn off his mic. The maybe. coming out party for LeBron James. No, no, no. You're 17 here. <laughs> you're going to see. Like, I think this is like really Anthony Davis's coming out party in the sense that everyone who knows basketball well enough knows that he was, you know, arguably a, to- a top, top three five player, play, yeah. easily top five. Had to get a shot, and now, yeah, well, had to and had to be. Not on New Orleans, and and even right? to give credit because I'm not a LeBron guy. All right, mm-hmm. I, I've I've been vocal about it, but to give credit to LeBron, like I would have thought when the shot was going to come down to the wire and there was going to be a final shot, you grew up so many times seeing LeBron want the shot, mm-hmm. right? So it just shows how much he respects Anthony Davis and how much everybody else respects Anthony Davis. That it was his shot. You had a center take a three point shot for the win, mm-hmm. and like, but really, like, no one ever doubted it going in. No, it, it looks pretty good. It was like, a pretty nice stroke. You know what I mean? But like, that's just that's how much of a freak he is. And mm-hmm. and throwing it back because we didn't talk about uh, it before. It was kind of over. But in the Houston series, like when Anthony Davis could just guard Russell Westbrook, like he was switching and like or it wasn't even switching. That's what they were starting on, and they would have to switch off him because he was shutting down Russell Westbrook. Mm-hmm. Like Russell Westbrook is the one. Well, they were given. They were well. James Harden, but... Fair, I know what you mean. But, like, they're interchangeable ones. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it doesn't matter. And, and by the end of the series, they were letting Russ shoot... A lot. ...whatever he well. wanted, because yeah. he wasn't hitting he anything. He wasn't hitting anything. The, the, one, the one narrative that I hope doesn't come up, and I don't really think it is, I think that LeBron and Lakers fans are creating this narrative. They're creating a narrative that people are going to say that this was an easy championship for the Lakers because they didn't have to go through anyone. I don't really think that people are really saying that, and if they yeah. are, it's just it's just talking heads on ESPN who just have to fill three hours of time. Yeah, but like you know, Portland coming in, there was all this talk about how they were good enough to be a number four. Seed, one game one, right? One and they game won game one. one. Houston has Westbrook and Harden, and they were they have legit championship aspirations that you know, and they made them look pretty silly. Denver, you know, well Denver we beat, don't know. Denver beat the Clippers, and, yeah. Clippers, and, we st- and like as of record, we still don't know. Like, we, we still don't know. know. We it's still just like know. from the first two games, I, I think that Anthony Davis buzzer beater is a backbreaker. I think for so the, too. for the Nuggets. I think that's the big thing. I think so too. But so we'll see. But I think I think like it's 
it's looking like like close to a foregone conclusion. Maybe I'm speaking too soon, but it's looking pretty pretty good for the Lakers. Yeah, um, I, I want to see Lakers Celtics. The historic, like it's a different iteration, but I think that'll be great for the ratings and yeah, it'll get eyes on the game and eyes on LeBron mm-hmm. and yeah. like Jason Tatum will next year be considered a superstar because yeah. he'll be have been in the finals going up against LeBron. Mm-hmm. Uh, if the Celtics beat the Heat, yeah, MVP. and they're down, they're down two one right now. Yeah. so it's Jake, hard to say. Jake talked to me about MVP, MVP voting. Yeah, so LeBron, so Giannis Antetokounmpo won the MVP. Thank you and very much. Like, Thank and you. in like in a landslide, I want to say he had like eighty two of a possible one hundred and one first place votes, or like something like that. It was it wasn't even close. And I don't think that LeBron thought that he was actually going to win, but I think he felt slighted by the amount of first place votes that he got. 16, right? I think, yeah, I think he was expecting to get more than that. And he, he was on record saying, that pisses me off. Yeah, well, but, we uh, at the beginning of quarantine and COVID, we all watched The Last Dance every week and we were yeah. glued. And sometimes when you're a player of LeBron's caliber, you have to create your own sure. uh, yeah. slights against you to like sure. to build keep yourself you up and yeah. keep you motivated. And yeah. Whether it's playing cards on the plane or complaining about Giannis's <laughs> MVP first place votes in comparison to yours. Well, and what what he said, the one thing that he was complaining about the voting process, right? So he cited Marcus Gasol back in I think it was 2012, 2013. Marcus Gasol won Defensive Player of the Year. LeBron had a legitimate shot at winning Defensive Player of the Year. He also won MVP, right? This year, Giannis won MVP and Defensive Player of the Year, one of only three players to do this. So LeBron, I think, was a little PO'd at this because Marc Gasol that year, he won Defensive Player of the Year, but he was second-team all-defense. That doesn't make any sense. No. The same voters voted for first for the all-defense, like the Defensive Player of the Year, put him on the second-team all-defense. So that literally just doesn't make any sense. No. Right? So, and he highlighted a couple of other things, including like uh, most improved this year and a couple of other things that just showed like the glaring kind of the, to go back to our hockey talk about who should really be voting for this, right? Well, in the, in the hockey voting, there was one, one of the Edmonton writers who gets to vote had Nathan McKinnon off his ballot. Sure. And that was like, I think that was like, uh, Addition by subtraction for one of his guys. Sure, which is ridiculous. Yeah, because he's not he's not a part of the team. You cover them, but yeah. like, which is ridiculous. So but like, you could just be watching the game passionately, and McKinnon keeps scoring against you. Like, I'm not going to put him on. There. Exactly, exactly. So so that was LeBron's thing. You can say what you want. You can call him a complainer. I think he's got a fairly good, like, very tangible point that you know, just going back to that 2012 2013 year with Marcus Gasol. Um, but I don't know. Yeah, is he probably creating a bit of a slight, or is he maybe just kind of going? Look, guys, like, let's I, not put too much into, into this. Like, Giannis is out in the second round, and I'm pretty much on a collision course. Right? I'm, I'm, ten, I'm, ten, I'm 10 and 2 in the playoffs right now. So, no, that's yeah. the thing. Like, I, he'll, I, win the, he'll win the finals MVP. Oh, for sure. I think that's what he probably cares about a bit more, but eh, hard to say. So, would you have voted for LeBron first place on your ballot? I, you know what? I didn't. It's so, it's so long ago. And it's hard to say. I think probably not. I probably would have put him second. But I think if the season, if in this perfect no-COVID world, I think if the season goes on, he had just beat the Bucks, and I think just beat the Clippers. They were rolling, and he was kind of, they were hitting their stride. And the so, Bucks were going the other way. So, like, yeah. The Bucks were kind of like losing. They went on that West Coast swing. They got hurt. Because I remember we were doing that when they got hurt. Because 
on our bet of the day, we kept we kept betting against the Bucks when they were going out west because we kept like they were hurt. They kept sending guys home. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like they were starting to lose games. So you're right. Like, so LeBron was trending the right way, but whenever the season did shut down, no, I think that you probably had to give it to to Giannis. Best best record in the league, and his second best player is Chris Middleton. No, Chris Middleton's a, a nice good player. player. Yeah, he's a nice player. He's not Anthony Davis. Yeah. So I agree. what do you guys think about just quickly the fact that Jaw didn't get every first that some guy voted for Zion to be? I, I get him. it. I completely get it. Like Zion, yeah, he only played what twenty one games or whatever. Yeah, yeah but like that. Zion looked electric and like so did Jaw. Yeah, Jaw ja looked really good too. But I understand the like small sample size. But he's on a minutes restriction. Would you would you rather have twenty one minutes of Zion on a minutes restriction or what was it sixty five games or whatever on no of John Morant on no minutes restriction John dragging, dragging, dragging the Grizzlies yeah. trying to get to the playoffs yeah, yeah it, and they were in a playoff position at the time of the shutdown they, I'm not well, I'm not, lost, they, I'm not they saying they lost the playing game yeah yeah exactly I'm not so. saying I would have voted for Zion but like I understand I don't know I, think I don't it seems just because I disagree doesn't mean you don't want everyone voting the same way. But sometimes Every, it's just like that. I mean, but sometimes you should. Like, sometimes there is a, a rightful, clear choice. Yeah. Like, I think for Rookie but of the Year this year, I think, like, I think it was a rightful, clear choice. And I think like, that kind of, like, cheapens, uh, like, not cheapens it, but, yeah, it's like, come on. Like, Jaw, I think, deserved that. But. Yeah, and I and just to that, like, I agree with Jaw. It's almost just like, like, let's say Joe Burrow. Like, Joe Burrow had the most first-place votes in Heisman history because he put up one of the best offensive things in in college history. Yeah. Like, like, he deserved that. And yeah. I don't think there was anybody close to him, and I, I feel the same with Java Zion. Yeah. Okay. Well, why don't we uh, wrap up there? Let's take a quick break. When we come back, we have NFL football. Fantasy. We Football's got back. Football. Let's go play some football, boys. Football. Coming up next. Poor sports. Okay, welcome back in to Poor Sports. We've talked hockey, we've talked basketball. We're going to talk a little NFL football, but first, before I bring the other guys in, I got something to get off my chest. So, there were five coaches in the NFL this year. Sorry, there was five coaches in the NFL so far that were fined $100,000 and their teams $250,000 for not wearing their masks properly. I don't care how rich you are, $100,000, that's money to you. And the reason that they got fined was for not wearing their masks. So that's Vic Fangio, Pete Carroll, Kyle Shanahan, and just last night, Sean Payton, and who am I missing? Lee? Gruden. Gruden. John Gruden. Now, do I think that these these coaches are going, are they at risk of giving their players COVID? Probably not, because they are probably tested strenuously and i get that but the nfl and good on them is being a leader in something for once which is actually very impressive that they're modeling good behavior because for some reason in the united states masks have become some very tinfoil alien kind of topic and the nfl is saying this is modeling good behavior just like you see in the nba the players who are playing they don't have to put on a mask most of the coaches don't have to, but it's modeling good behavior for the citizens. It's being a leader. 
it's really not that hard to wear a mask. Trust me. I'm a school teacher right now. I have to wear a mask and a face shield and I have to communicate with the kids. You can do it. It's not that hard. So the fact that these guys can't get it through their thick skulls to me is just unbelievable. It's so short-sighted and it just shows any lack of character, leadership, forethought, you name it. So I'm happy that the NFL threw the book at them. Again, I'm sure that they're not going to give their players COVID, but I think it's just a good way of showing leadership in the NFL. So that's my thoughts on it. There you have it. I'll jump in there and say that, okay, the, the, it was Vic Fangio. So Pete Carroll. I, so Pete Carroll and John Gruden got it Monday night. No, no, John Gruden and... John Gruden and Sean Payton. And Sean yeah, Payton got, got, Monday got it Monday night. Pete Carroll got it on Sunday night. And really, you could have thrown uh, Bill Belichick in there. Like, the way he was wearing his mask was almost like... But was it covering his face? He, like, was he it covering his on, nose and mouth? Yeah, yeah, sorry. Yeah, there, the answer is yes. And, and See, continue on. how do the Monday night coaches not wear masks after it's already been released that the other coaches have been fined? And it's not just that. Like, it's, it's week two. They came out midweek and said, hey... That was your warning week, guys. That was it. We're throwing. They were told that if you weren't going to do it, and and it's not like it was strict. Like it was, it was like, hey, because like the rules are, and they kept breaking it down last night. You can pull it down to call your place if you want to pull it down, call your place. It's got to go back up. Sure, that's like what it was, right? But like, I think the worst one personally was Shanahan. Like I think Shanahan on on the Forty ers he just I think he only wore it like three times. Like he almost refused to, and he's a younger coach. Yeah, you know what I mean. Like, like, like I get the whole old man mentality that you're seeing, which is still dumb. And I don't think Pete Carroll should be like that. I could see Vic Fangio maybe being like that, but anyways. But like Kyle Shanahan's one of the youngest coaches in the NFL right now, and he was just refusing to wear it. So think about how many people, because what you're saying, being role models, because Kyle Shanahan's like 40 years old. Yeah, just not doing that, and they're like, well, if he's not doing that, if he's like, not doing it, I don't have to do exactly. it. Exactly. And or or it looks even stupider when they're wearing it around their around their chin. That's what Shanahan yeah. was. He had the so gator, wearing it around he had the their chin, and he had to run it like here. So go into a restaurant, and you'll see people doing that because they think, oh well, I have to wear this stupid mask. Grr, grr, grr. The thing I see all the time put is, it over. is people pulling up their shirts. I'm like, that's not a mask. Yeah, like, it's and when you walk into any public place and pull up your shirt over your face, you know the rules there. Yeah. It's not like you're unaware or forgot. You're what just I, trying to get away with something. What I just don't understand is why, and we won't go deep into this mask thing, but for the longest time, businesses have been able to say, no shirt, no shoes, no service. And now they're saying, no mask, no service, and people are losing their minds. It makes absolutely no sense. Just put it on. Like There's you, have a- to wear it. you have to wear it while you're in a store for a very little amount of time. Or if it's a restaurant, yeah. you got to wear it to your table, and then you can take it off. Just, just get over yourself. It's not like you're yourself. eating with it. It's not like... So just like I would say to someone who can't wear it, walking to their table in a restaurant, get over yourself. I'm saying it to Kyle Shanahan and everyone else. Just get over yourself. Or, you know what? Pay the 100K. A game. A game. It's going to be more. million and a half. So, there's no way they'll... It's going to be like a repeat offender thing. If Kyle Shanahan keeps doing it, like, how much money is it going to take you to wear it? To put on a mask for crying out loud. It's like it's we're just, asking them to do crazy things. I hope that money goes to like... You understand that like... COVID some, awareness. You, you would hope Education. So. You would, masks. Or, or, and, just, or just like... That'd be a massive home run for health? the NFL. Yeah. <laughs> like the NFL, yeah. that's like... It feels like a no-brainer. But anyways... That's a PSPSA. Poor sports PSA. There on, you go. On yeah. wearing masks and drawing it back to football. But it's been a good two weeks. 
weeks, and I've been so happy every Sunday. How's everyone's Monday fantasy teams doing? Let's let's quick couple records, eh? Uh, my fantasy teams, both of them are zero and two. Okay, my dynasty league is an absolute dumpster fire. I have Saquon Barkley. I was right on the my, the team was not going to do well this year. I acknowledge that, but I was right on the verge of trading him for a haul of picks and prospects, and he got hurt. So that's life. Jer, uh, one and one. Second highest scoring team in the league. I just played a. I played Aaron Jones. Fair. Fair. And I, I'm in. I'm in eight leagues. But I'm talking about the league I run in the dynasty league. Yeah. Back to back champs. Yeah. Uh, I'm hurting at my running back two spot. I'm playing Zach Moss there right now. Yikes. So you're playing a guy that you need to get in the end zone. Yeah. Fall, much. fall into the end zone. Um, uh, I do have Devontae Freeman who just signed today. Yep. Yeah, he just it's official as yeah, a three, three, three million dollars. Three million bucks. Um. My league, uh, last year we talked about a lot that I was a part of a tanking scheme that Jake went off on me for, um, but it did net me Joe Burrow, and, and, and I we have a two-quarterback league with 12 teams, so it's necessary to take quarterbacks. That's why it wasn't Clyde, like everybody sure. would say, right? Um, so I won one game last year, one single game, and week two in here, we finally got back on the horse there and won uh, game two. Uh, Joe Burrow... If you're going to throw the ball 63 yeah. times in a game, right? Like that's going to be a money piece. He's just got to stay alive. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, so we're we're one and one two. Uh, Leonard Fournette is going to be a nice piece to my wider or running back two that I got for Latavius Murray. Pretty much almost straight up in a deal, right? Like I didn't pay a lot for yeah. him. Um, but yeah, so uh, we'll we'll do fantasy first because we because we love fantasy. All of us are fantasy nuts. Um, and is Jake we'll, even going to pay attention to fantasy this year? His team scored 55 points this yeah. week, and that was with Cooper Cup on it, and he made a trade last night to get rid of Cooper Cup. Yeah, it was, it's pretty bad right now. It's pretty Well, I also didn't start Cam Newton, so it would have been like 75 with Cam <laughs> Newton. No, like it would have been like 80, which is not like people score 80 every now and then. Yeah, yeah but, it's oh, a yeah, bad it's, week, it's, but, but it's, like it's not like a but disastrous. It's bad. But guys, it's very bad. At least you have your first soul. <laughs> <laughs> Don't even have my first rounder this year, but oh, I'm gonna. Man. we're going to make some trades. It'll be fine. Yeah. It'll be fine. It's it's going to be a rebuild, but that's all right. That's okay. what makes it fun. That's what Dynasty's for. Yeah. So so two weeks ago, we all gave you guys offensive positions, and we told you if we loved them, if we hate them, uh, we're just going to quickly go through it. We're going to start right back at the quarterback spot, see how we've done. We're only two weeks in. Things can happen, right? So... I'm just going to go through. I can do it for us here. Uh, do we want to go just one guy, or do we want to go through the loves and then the hates? Let's, Let's just go through a rapid fire. Yeah, rapid fire. Okay. So uh, for me, uh, love was Drew Locke. Uh, good first two weeks, and now he's hurt for three to five, and Jeff Driscoll's starting quarterback, or Blake Bortles, um, which is another thing on how Kaepernick didn't even get a look, but whatever. We're, like We already know he's been blackballed like by the for NFL. Sure. Um, I said I didn't like Teddy Bridgewater, and if they're going to get into all these games where he has to throw late, he's going to be a fantastic piece to go. So that was a miss on that uh, one. I don't know about that. He hasn't looked too good through two weeks, in my opinions. And He keeps getting garbage time points. And, and, That's yeah. the problem. And right? quietly, P.J. Walker is climbing that depth chart. He he passed Will Greer this week. Really? So he he's the XFL is, quarterback. Is he, yeah, I know. Is he the, like, maybe I should steal him on a waiver wire? Yeah, like, you go put him? in a claim on him. Uh, I, I and, wouldn't waste a claim, but I get what you mean. And, and, um, and Matt Rule and him have some sort of because they played with Temple. They yeah. played with together in Temple. Um, all right, Jeremy Matt Stafford. The Lions have looked horrible. Stafford's thrown some very bad picks. Well, he, he's missing Kenny Galladay. He's like, missing like, let, let's wait. Let's like put a question mark on that. Let's put wait till he has Kenny Galladay. I said love him when I didn't know Kenny Galladay had the soft tissue injuries. So. Yeah, that's fair. And you also said you didn't like Lamar Jackson for like his early projections, and he shoved that right in your face. Um, the first again, I don't, I don't like week one. Yeah, I'll agree with you. They ran over everyone. 
uh, and he looked like the cheat code he was last year. Yeah. Last week, he was just good. Yeah. And you don't want to waste a second round pick on a quarterback who is just good. Just good. Yeah. On a quarterback. Um, yeah. and, he can get a lot we, of just we got good a, quarterbacks in the 11th round. Yeah. yeah. And we got a lot of traction and a lot of hate on our comments and on our things saying, like, oh, you don't like Lamar Jackson? No, we're not saying we don't like Lamar Jackson. We're saying at Lamar Jackson in the second round, we don't like because we think there's better spots. So that's the big thing that people listening and everything like that. Remember, we're not saying there is sometimes we do say we just hate these guys, but like OBJ, everybody has a price. OB, yeah, yeah. Um, anyways, Jake, Jared Goff started out fantastic. I feel like I'm the only one here who hit on my loves. Yep. You're Jared, right. Jared Goff's looking good. Those Rams, man. They look good. They, they, look, man, they, they took were, a year off. We were saying it. They we said they were going to take a year off, and now they're back. It looks like it. And then your hate was Baker Mayfield. And through the first week, he looked horrible. I was like, oh, my God, he's not even going to have a starting job halfway through. And then they played the Bengals, and that's stat week, right? So yep. let's see what they are like without stat week. Too, Quick, too, yeah, too early to tell on, on Baker, but yeah. I'm happy with I'm happy. I, with I've been watching. Like, like, last year, I kind of noticed this. But he just stares down whoever he's throwing to. He's a one read and run. Yeah. He's a one read and run guy. And we knew we that did, last year. I know. We didn't know that yesterday. You and yeah. I were always against it, and we had a Cleveland lover over yeah. here across from us. Uh, he actually almost picked them to win the division he might have last year. Yeah. <laughs> um, anyway, so running backs quickly. I have Leonard Fournette. I think it's now that the torch has been passed, so I really like that now, especially if you got him as late as he went, which is when we recorded. Uh, and my, my wrong was Marlon Mack out for the season. Um, so, like, obviously I never want injuries, but it ends up working out if you didn't get him. Uh, Jeremy's James Conner. He's already in a hot, hot and cold. Hot and cold. Yeah. Hot, hot and cold, but he's in a timeshare. But if he, but like Benny uh, Snell looked awful last yeah, week. Yeah, Tomlin's just going to go bad. with a hot hand. Is what's going to happen now? And then you didn't. Oh, you guys both didn't like Derrick Henry, and, and he he hasn't gotten the end zone too much. That's he's because been, they're throwing the ball forty times a game. Right? Yeah, and, and, and like it's shoving it to everybody. Everybody's like, "Why is he here? All he's going to do is pa passes." He's like, "I'm going to throw the ball forty times." Yeah, it's it's been. Like they're, it, they're a weird team. Yeah, you, <laughs> Rabel has no. You have no idea what you're getting because like now you're yeah. like, oh my god, Tannehill's throwing the ball forty times and he'll throw the ball seven times. And Corey next Davis has risen from the dead, and Adam Humphreys has risen from the dead. And one who's been dead now, AJ Brown. Yeah, he is like he's hurt. Have, yeah, um, Jake love Saquon Barkley. Man, that's <laughs> that's that's just unfortunate. Blame that. Blame that. GD turf. At, no, that's at the Jets. Life. That's the Jets. They play they're, on the same. Yeah, they field. play on the same field. No, but they play. They were playing at the same time, guys. Like, there's no way that they were. They were. I think they were in Soldier Field. Oh yeah, no. I, yeah, I, yeah. You're right. Lee's right. You're but right. I get you're what you right. mean. Like, like. Well, San Francisco. <laughs> it's good. Practicing on the turf. Yeah. And, yeah. <laughs> um, okay, wide receivers. Mine was Terry McLaurin. He's looked fantastic through two weeks with Washington, and yeah. there's nobody there. Like, it's Sins Jr. is the number two. There, right? uh, Logan Thomas is the number two, definitely. Who's also my tight end, so yeah. I also like that. Um, and then my mine goes with uh, Jared with any wide receiver on Tampa Bay. Um, Godwin's been out. It's still early. Uh, you said Mike Evans. He had a fantastic week last two, week. Right? That was without Godwin. So. so it's still early to tell on those ones. Uh, Jared, you said you like Keenan Allen. He hasn't come out of the blocks. He, I, I thought, like... He went from Tyrod to Justin Herbert, who he doesn't practice with, and he got 95 yards last week on Did eight catches. So. so, But it seemed with Tyrod, Tyrod liked Williams better yeah. in that first game, and they've said Tyrod's going to be the starter there no matter yeah, what. Yeah, we'll get into that a little bit later. Yeah, um, and then we're going to go with the classic Cooper Cup OBJ argument. Um, looked terrible week one. It's the whole Browns team looked terrible week one, looked great week two. And then Cooper Cup's looked uh, like, I think he's looked fine. Like Robert, he's looked like Cooper Robert, Cup. Robert Woods has taken over the show. Over there, and well, like, Robert Woods has always been. Like, yeah, but he just yeah. looks. He looks. 
crazy. Like he's like always catching the ball. Obviously, you want that, but like he's just like he's looked like a stud. Yeah, his contract. But next next piece of uh, analysis, Lee's gonna, the quarterbacks always throwing the ball, <laughs> always throwing the ball. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I mean. Joe Burrow, sixty three times. He's gonna throw the ball there. Yeah. He's gonna put up points. Uh, tight ends. Here's a couple uh, yikes ones from everybody. Kind of. Um, uh, I said Eric Ebron. He had a good first week. Didn't suck last week. Yeah. Um, Two and I said to avoid oh, Darren, Darren Waller. Forty six percent target share Monday yeah. Night Football. Yeah, yeah, that's a mess. That's, a, that's all you can say. I, so far, that's a mess. Yeah. Uh, Jer, or Jake, you uh, like Travis Kelsey slash George Kittle. I just like I like the big guys. I thought it was okay to spend to spend early to spend your early picks on them. Obviously, Kittle's hurt right now. He'll bounce back. Kelsey has looked fine. He's scored I think, both I think weeks. The, yeah, I think that like they're what you expect out of like those top flight tight ends. Yeah, and, and you then, said avoid Rob Gronkowski. He's looked like he should retire again. Well, he's just another blocker, and that's fine. Like it's not like, for, the for fact his... that Tom still throws him three times a game drives me insane. Like he throws the ball to Tom Brady or to Rob, and I'm pissed every single time yep. I watch that. Uh, uh, Jerry, you wanted to you love TJ Hawkinson, and he looked great week one. Yeah, and then they need to let him run more routes. Yeah, and that's the thing. Nobody looked good week two for the Lions. Um, and then you said avoid Austin Hooper, and he's looked bad. Yeah, two that's times it's, in it's, a, it's a hit there. That's a hit there. And then that was pretty yeah. much that's pretty much what we got. Uh, I'll give credit to Jerry when we went clashing with each other with the Jacksonville running backs. I was on the wrong end of that. He said Robinson. I said uh, Ozigbo, and he got uh, hurt. And Robinson looks fantastic now. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so um, that was quickly what we had, and it's still early. So it's still way too. There's early. a couple. Maybe maybe uh, Saquon doesn't improve. Probably not. <laughs> Saquon's probably not going to improve. Hey, but, Jake, but Jake said to go after him right now in in your dynasty league. So maybe maybe the guy's pissed that he lost him. Maybe make a deal for him. I don't know. He's probably dead. He probably don't want. Probably uh, don't he's want not him. going anywhere. He's sitting on my IR for the rest of the year. All right, let's talk some actual football away from fantasy. Even though we could do fantasy for three hours, yeah, there, there'll probably be some fantasy takes in here, but we'll. It's we'll, never not on our mind. Yeah. Okay. So let's start off with the. Uh, We're going. Are we going week two or week one? Week, week two. two. Week two. So week two, Kansas City, Los Angeles Chargers. Justin uh, Herbert gets the surprise start. That kid looks young, man. I did not realize how young that guy looks. Like, he looked he all is, right. He looks like a seventeen-year-old. Yeah. Like he is a young-looking guy. He, he <laughs> no football takes. Just he looks young. Um, we're you just sounded very old, old. Yeah, that sounded very old out of you there. Yeah. Um, but I thought he looked fantastic. He did. I would immediately. I would be the opposite of what Lynn's saying, and I would be letting him learn on the fly now. If you're the Chargers, like I, I, I get like. Here's my big thing. I understand the people that are saying, and I agree with them, that like he did so well because the Chiefs planned for Tyrod. They had no clue what to get with Herbert. He planned all week for Tyrod, right? And then even in warm-ups, you're like, it's still Tyrod, right? And then you get to the game, it's not Tyrod, right? It's a different look all of a yeah. sudden Herbert is, right? He throws the ball way farther than Tyrod Taylor does. He doesn't care about these little short routes that Tyrod normally does. He's like, I want to go throw deep every time. That's has got a he cannon. Can, he's yeah, got a cannon. Yeah, and he's willing to absolutely run into linebackers like there's no tomorrow. Like You see a couple times where he was just like looking at a truck, and it didn't work at all. Like He got crushed almost every time, but he just loves it. He got right back up. I think that game was sweet. And also, let's give credit to Santos. Yeah. He makes 257 yards. Yeah, 258 in the 53. Yeah, to win a game. Yeah. It was Bucker, no? Yeah, Bucker. Yeah, not Cairo Sanders. Harrison oh, yeah. Bucker. Who's yeah, Harrison play? Bucker. Did Sanders used to play for them? Yeah, he used to play for them. Like, yeah, yeah so, sorry. Ago. That's my fault. I apologize there. That's a slip on my that part. Was, it was amazing. I was watching it. It was just like... I wanted the Chargers to win so bad. 50 plus? 
Want to see me do it again? <laughs> 50 plus? Want to see me do it again? <laughs> Want to see me do it again? I feel like he could have hit 10 in a row. Like, yeah. no problem. Like, and, like, he had legs still. Like, he was hitting 58 yards. Yeah, he could have been, like, 62, like, 63. He looked like the Tucker, the Matt Prater. Like, he was like, oh, man, wow. Like, yeah. when Prater kicks a football, it might not be accurate, but, like, he'll kick it from, like, 60 and he'll still, like, hit, like, halfway up the thing. You're like, oh, my gosh. <laughs> I think I think the Chargers, they figured out how to kind of game plan for Mahomes, and it's just to be really, really good. I just think that they they, just, they have a great secondary. They're just really, really good. And they're hurt. Yeah, there, right? they, they have a really good secondary. The defense is very good. It's crazy to think that we could be talking about those, the Los Angeles Chargers as like Super Bowl contenders if they would have went out and signed Cam Newton. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> we'll get to that. <laughs> we'll get to that. Actually, what, what, I was going to say, when are we going to get to that? Why don't right, we oh, just go right now? Oh, you want to talk about we, New England? Why don't we just go right now? New England and the, and the Pats. I'm saying... Sorry, right, sorry, excuse me. Seattle and the Pats. I'm saying right now, before you get in the Cam Newton talk, I think Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the yeah. NFL. Hashtag let Russ cook. I'm saying Russell Wilson is the best quarterback in the NFL. Better than Patrick Mahomes. I think... Yeah. Right, yeah. He looked wow. unstoppable. And that's against Gilmore. Like, Metcalf looked... Like a freak against Gilmore, but like he looks. Week, week he looks, one, he had four incompletions, and they were all to Metcalf. And like Metcalf looked really good, but he still has the hands issue. He's an animal, like with like how fast he runs and the routes, like even the jump ball if but, he can get up there, yeah. right? But like he, he was manhandling Stephen Gilmore, Stephen Gilmore. People who are listening, I am looking at these two with my eyes almost rolling back <laughs> into the back of my head. You're saying that he's better than Patrick Mahomes and even Lamar Jackson. So, yeah, Russell Wilson MVP this year. So even go back to the top of, top of 100. My God. Jake, let's go back to the top 100 that we talked about where we love how players and coaches, who was ranked higher, Mahomes or Wilson? Uh, I don't know. Russell Wilson. Okay, fair. That's just, I think that's just getting credit from the league. Do, do, but that's what I mean. Whoa, and, and who are the, you? you? We fought this argument against each other in the <laughs> NHL. Who are you to say? Well, there, there, there's the narrative, too. <laughs> man, man Matt, okay, Patrick Mahomes has never lost a game by more than seven points. A game that he started, he's never lost a game by more than seven points. That's not true for Russell Wilson. No. I don't know, man. And, and, it, was, just, and it wasn't true through his first years. I'm just saying, Patrick Mahomes, he's came within, what, a ridiculous New England play in the conference finals two years ago, and then he got to the Super Bowl last year. It just seems like he's far and away the best. That's my take on it, and I don't think it's crazy for me to say Patrick Mahomes is the no, best quarterback. No, we don't in the think league. it's crazy. It's the, this is the beautiful thing. We have 15 more weeks of regular season football, and I don't to, think it's crazy. Watch. The only thing I'm thinking is crazy is that we sent the first half of this podcast ripping apart Jeremy for writers versus the players, <laughs> and the players voted Wilson to be better than Mahomes. You're like, I don't know, man. Like, I just I'm looking. He's never lost a thing by seven points. You're literally doing what you argued against. Yeah, I mean, that's fair. That's fair. That's fair. <laughs> Russell Wilson has never gotten a first-place MVP vote in the NFL. Okay, but you guys can this now go... This is the year go, that all changes. You, you guys can now go off on how much you guys love Cam Newton. Well, I'm just sorry, but the Peterman is getting more money than yeah. Cam Newton? Like, there's a list that's floating around. If you're into football at all, you've seen this AJ list. McCarron. AJ McCarron, Nathan Peterman, uh, Matt Driscoll, Matt Schwab. Like the the list is there's like eight guys on it and it's just ridiculous that they're all making more money than Cam. They all got the money before Cam. I understand that he probably didn't want to like take the backup role. He was waiting, but like we just talked about with the Chargers, if they went out and signed Cam Newton, my God, like they like he's looking really, really good, like really, really good. And I just don't understand. Like, and could you could you imagine Cam in Los Angeles? Oh my God, man! And it's just like. No, no, no. Bill Je- Belichick is not a genius. Everyone else is just really stupid for crying out loud. How, like, 
And he has he's had this like playbook for the longest time. No, I don't re-sign positions like stars. My stars take less money if I do sign them like 90% of the time. And we go to Super Bowl after Super Bowl after Super Bowl. And what do these other teams do constantly? Overpay. They go out and they overpay these over the, like, over the hill. How forward? many big running back contracts do we see signed this offseason? My oh, yeah, God. I saw, I saw your tweet on that. Right? When you were saying like the past Super Bowl championships and what their like, running back value is. But I, I think that I think that's going to end the end change with with what's going to happen uh, with running backs because I just think that you're starting to see. But I I do get your point. Um, but like I just think the running back is now starting to become a valuable position in my opinion. But yeah, anyway, sorry, I'm not just, taking away from Cannon. then you just draft another one. Then you just draft there's eight hundred of them. That wasn't Melvin Gordon like really really good like holding out for big money and now he's like. He got like, it. He got it. He got yeah, some. I know, I know, but he's in he's in Denver. He's not nearly what he was. Like it's just it. What? How many Denver games have you watched this year? I'm going to say how many minutes was, of Denver he, well, football. He was he was in. He, I want to say zero, how many. Zero, yeah, okay. Zero. Thank you. <laughs> like zero. he looks really good. in Denver. I wouldn't say de- really good. He got five yards per carry the first game, which is crazy for against him, the Titans. He, yeah. Like, like we're, it's, it's good. Okay, I was going to say, I was like... No, like, like I'm saying, like, that was good. I'm not like saying... Like, the first two games they played the Titans and the Steelers, like, I wouldn't say, like, we're already like, oh, Gordon, he looks like he sucks. He's I'm like, just I'm just saying that to go from being, like, this, like, star RB1 to a little bit of an afterthought in Denver, and, like, they didn't really miss him last year in, in Los Angeles... That's what I'm saying. Okay, that's what I'm saying. Is but that also, there's, there Austin, is Austin dozen. Eckler already an afterthought, and they're already going to Joshua Kelly? Well, it, it, it's just like the thunder and lightning kind of thing. Like Joshua Kelly, a- a- Eckler's going to be the guy that can catch passes of the backfield, and that's not what this offense is right now. That might change if it goes to Herbert, but right yeah. now it's the Tyrod offense where Tyrod's not going to dump it off. Tyrod will make moves with his feet. Okay, mm-hmm. and and I'm a I'm a Cam. Uh, I I wouldn't say I'm a hater. I've always just fought Jake on one play with Cam Newton, and and I didn't like Cam Newton in Carolina because he would beat up on the Bucks. Um, so like maybe I am a Cam hater, but how much is this though, Josh McDaniels? Like how much does he get credit for getting this offense completely changed around Cam Newton because it's a way different offense? I mean, how much was it on Josh McDaniels when that offense sucked last year? Well, that's what I mean. Like you like, but like that's just like because like I, I've, I've watched I've watched the Pats twice like because I have Scott Hansen in the NFL red zone so I saw him all the time but like Cam Newton looks really good but Cam Newton's still not throwing the ball like deep uh the the one the diving catch by Julian Edelman that a was good, a perfect ball uh, that, you, that you was can't thin. say those two things almost in the in the same sentence you can't say Julian Edelman made a diving catch and then it was a perfect ball it, it was like over like I, I it was it was a really good throw and a really good catch okay. Um, do you kind of get what I'm saying there, though? I, I do get what you're saying, okay, but, but sometimes you got to get the ball over like the hands. Yeah, yeah. So I, on. I know, like you could get picked off, right? And especially because that's probably Adams who's covering at, at, like, yeah. down, the, down the thing. Right? Cam Newton torched Jamal Adams in this game. He he was like but six gets, for six when the nearest defender yeah. to the player was Jamal. Also, Adams. I, I'm I'm kind of out on Ad- like I don't like when guys get out of their rookie contract because like I don't like when guys don't even stick it through their rookie contract. Like he I, are you he whined and complained. He, the, there's an exception to every rule here, and Adam Gaze is the worst he is football the worst. coach. Is, who gets fired the worst first? Head Dan, coach. Who gets fired first? Uh, Adam Gaze, Dan Quinn. 
Adam Gase. Adam Gase. Yeah, I think it's Dan Quinn. I, I, I think I predicted him last year to lose his job, and he's still there. But um, no, okay. Cam looked really good, and he looked really good against Seattle, a very hurt Seattle. Um, I'm just gonna keep like throwing in little asterisks there until like or whatever. But you know what? They're one and one. All right, guys. They're not even the best team in the division. So let's talk about that that team. Oh, sure. I guess we're gonna save we'll talk for about the master. Let's talk about uh, Dan Quinn and that massive collapse between uh, between <sighs> Atlanta going up. Were they 29-10? Correct, and then they ended the up. Cowboys had, the Cowboys at one point in time had a two percent chance of winning the game. Like, yeah, see, to advanced what, stats. yeah, see, that's why advanced stats don't mean anything. Oh, okay, advanced stats like or like whatever. It's all about like what players think and everything like that. It's it's about what players do on the field. Okay, awesome. Um, so gonna... here's the stat I want to bring up about about this game. Okay, the Falcons had 39 points and zero turnovers in their loss against the Dallas Cowboys. Entering today, entering today, teams were. 440-0 and 0 when scoring 39 points and having zero turnovers since 1933 when team turnovers were first tracked. That's unbelievable. That's, that's, that's a fireable offense. That's a fireable offense. That's why offense. I'm saying Dan Quinn should be fired. Okay, here's, and here's another my fireable offense. Julio Jones had four targets that game. Okay, but another fireable offense is the fact that he just kept dropping every ball. Like, Russell Gage threw that ball. Like, wide receiver Russell Gage threw the ball out of the shotgun. It was in his hands. I swear to God, I would take all of us to catch the ball 98 times out of 100. I'd and- take me and you. I wouldn't take Jeremy. <laughs> <laughs> okay, but like, like he just it missed it. He missed it. That's all it comes. And so then Matt, Matt Ryan, is he going to start feeding us three healthy wide receivers? Yeah. For well, now? It, it, last year it was Hooper, and this year it's Russell Gage. The bigger question is, was Mohamed Sanu a system quarterback in Atlanta? Because he had like the, <laughs> the, the perfect QBR. When, when throwing the ball, he threw like 13 times in his time in Atlanta. Yeah. Now Russell Gage, it was a, it was a nice play. Mm-hmm. But, but here's my thing on, on, and this is like my little rant on this, and why I would fire Dan Quinn. So they go to onside kick the ball. Right, and first of all, all credit to Greg Zerline for how he kicks those, uh, whatever, no T, whatever. But the thing is, they called the timeout. Hands teams on for Atlanta. They called the timeout. What the hell is Dan Just- Quinn talking about? And he's like, hey, he's probably going to do something funky where he's going to try to bend it because there's no T. So let's just jump on it. Let's talk about the situation. Let's get it ready. You call the timeout because you were confused because you're like, I've never seen that before. Let's talk about it. They come out, and you have the hands team, you have wide receivers, you have tight ends, you had like a fullback on that side. They're meant to go there. And he kicks the ball six miles per hour, and it just starts curling along the right side. Why aren't you jumping on the ball? There's no rule that you have to wait 10 that, yards. Yeah. There's no rule for that. That's, that's Pop Warner stuff. That's, 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 that's stuff. stuff that you learn like at, in Canada in Timbits soccer. You know what I mean? Like that's like learning how to throw the ball in in soccer. I would. I, that if is I was, basic rules. If I was basic. the GM, if I was the GM slash owner, I would have met Dan Quinn at the thing and be like, "Hey, just you're not on the team bus anymore." Yeah. See, see you later. later. See you later. Good night. We're not even going to pay for your way back to Atlanta. Find your own way. <laughs> don't care. Yeah, don't care. Get out of here. Because yeah. that's so. Like I said, if they would have just been beat, that's one thing. But they lined up. They call a timeout. It wasn't just your thirty second timeout. They went to TV break, so clearly it was your full minute. What the hell did you talk about? It was it was it was unconscionable, unconscionable. And I, like I guess like credit credit to like the Cowboys for coming back because you couldn't have played a worse first quarter than they, they. It was fumble, fake punt, fumble, fumble, fake punt. Like in the first quarter, they had like five four, turnovers. It was four turnovers four, on the first four possessions. Yeah, that's that's horrendous. And they came back and won. And yeah. D- Dak quarter, they Dak Prescott was the highest they scoring quarterback in fantasy this weekend. Was he really? Yeah. The God. Dallas Cowboys at minus two and a half covered. 
they covered the spread. And they, they didn't leave the game at all. <laughs> think, about, think about the money that they that you could have made if you put down... D- did you see the one bet in the fourth quarter? Oh, they didn't cover. Sorry. They didn't cover. The, uh, it was 40-39. Sorry. The, there was a, gam- a better in Las Vegas. They put down 43500 to win $1,500 on the Atlanta Falcons at one point in oh game. Oh, my God. And they lost. I mean, chances are if you're putting down forty grand on a game, you're probably not missing it that much. Yeah. But, yeah. But, yeah. Bad beat. That's yeah. a horrible beat. Yeah. We've all been there. All right, next game. Uh, last one. NOLA. Uh, so, the New Orleans Saints and the Las Vegas Raiders. Las Vegas. I should have been at that game. I had... I had my accommodations booked. And Buddy, we all should have been a lot of places. <sighs> Such yeah. is life, right? Um, oh, did, he looks, is, he is looks this, so sad. Like, Darren just looks so sad over Is here. this the end of the road for Drew Brees, or does he just really miss Michael Thomas, or is Oakland good? So I almost want to, like, like I, I have so didn't, many didn't, questions. I almost want to say, like, Oakland, no. Is Oakland good? You said that last year, too, right? Oh, sorry. Yeah, we is did Las talk about Vegas, that. Is Las Vegas this good? Is, this is not a recording. Um, I want to say, like, almost no to all three. Like, I don't think this is the end of the Breeze era. Uh, I Well, then I'm going to say not no. Yes, they did miss Michael Thomas. I also want to say, why is Emmanuel Sanders on the team? Yeah, I don't know. He, that got, was weird. He, he caught his first ball in the final, like, 30-second drive. Yep. Um, so last year, Jake just said, is Oakland good? He meant, is the Raiders good? Which we said all last year during football. Well, he said all last year during football season. My my take last year that seems to be coming to fruition this year, Drew Brees' arms has, has fallen off. Yeah, it seems like he, his arm has fallen so off. So he's thrown the ball 67 times through two weeks. How many passes have went more than 10 yards? I will say... 67. He's throwing 67. Uh, I will say 10 have gone longer 14. Than five. Wow. 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 Yeah. So, wow. <laughs> so you wow. saw Traquan Smith last night running the slant routes that Michael Thomas would usually run. Don't even get me going on slant. Like, I've watched Michael Thomas put up 175 yards on the box just running slants, and it drives me nuts. Yeah, hey, man. Put a linebacker there. It's not that hard to cover slants. Yeah. You put up, fuck, <laughs> can't guard Mike. But, uh, yeah, so I, I think the New Orleans run defense is very good. As we saw, Josh Jacobs was kind of bottled up last night. Um, Sick of it. Maybe they become the team where you play your tight end against because Darren Waller looked fantastic. Yeah. Jenkins just looked horrible. Yeah. Like, he looked lost. He lo- and, like, and they kept going to him. They're like... Jenkins is one of the best tight end coverage safeties in the world, but this is a mismatch. And they're like, well, we're just going to stick with Jenkins. And it's like, Darren Waller, another catch. Darren Waller, another catch. Darren Waller, another catch. And I'm sitting Darren there. Waller, another catch. And it was like, yeah, it was just, it was crazy. It was crazy. And I just kept hearing the guy's name. It was, it was nuts. And also, I, I want to touch on Henry Ruggs. So he was the Raiders' first round pick and the first receiver off the board. He looks hurt. Um,. I think he's just going to be what he was in Alabama. I think he's going to be the third, the, the third or fourth option, and he's going to be the guy that like takes coverage away from other guys. That so you're, you're going to see guys like Brian Edwards and Hunter Renfro and I, Darren I, Waller get the targets, and Josh Jacobs has like the they throw the the ball to the running back a lot too, and it's nice to see that because he's going to be an elite player in this league. Yeah, no, and I, I I Ruggs looks hurt, um, and plus I think Carr Carr's never had a guy like this. Like Renfro's not that guy, or, like who was like your traditional slot guy. So like the one he overthrew him yesterday when he was like wide open or like that, he just probably doesn't know how far to throw it. Like he because he's so quick. Yeah. Right. Like and obviously the Raiders are hoping this is Tyree Kill. Like that was yeah. like you, you make. 
But Tyreek Hill in his first year didn't look fantastic, right? Sure. Right? Like, he wasn't, you know what I mean? So, like, I think this might give it a little time, but the the Raiders wide receiver corpse is loaded, right? Like, like Edwards looks really good, right? Renfro looks pretty good, right? You still have Tyrell Williams, who's hurt, right? But he's going to come back, right? And then, and then you have Ruggs, and it's like... They're starting to put together something here, like Derek Carr for the first time ever. Like I found myself look like watching Derek Carr and be like, "Has he always been this good?" Like I've well, always like, he was like top three in MVP a couple years ago, three years ago. I want to say, I don't believe that. It, I well, I, I know for anyone tr- at home listening, you can look it up. Like he was, was he top three? He was, he was a candidate. What, yeah. Whether we I care about MVP yeah. voting, I was gonna say Jared doesn't even want to give you that too because yeah. it's just Derek Carr. Yeah. You're, like, you're saying that, and you're, everybody's like, "Are you sure? Like, you're not yeah. sure you're not thinking somebody else? Like, maybe his brother, Fitzpatrick, like, or something like no. that." Anyways, uh, why don't we wrap it up here with some uh, some quick uh, quick hits on the honorable mentions of week two? Sound good? Yeah. So I'll just uh, I'll say the the team and I'll just uh, uh, ping pong back and forth between the two of you. Okay. Yeah. All right, Jeremy, you start off. Green Bay. What do you think? Green Bay. It's the Aaron Rodgers revenge tour. They drafted Jordan Love in the first round, and now Aaron Rodgers is going to light this league on fire. I hope it's with Devontae Adams, but Aaron Jones. If you played against him in fantasy this week, yeah, you forty five points. Yeah, you lost, uh, and that was half point. But yeah, that's what I was about to say. Like the Green Bay Packers, you hope the the, the Packer that you're facing. In fantasy, isn't the guy that week? Yeah, it's Devontae just, Adams, Aaron Jones, Devontae Adams, Aaron Jones. But then out of nowhere, like Lazard will catch like a bunch. Like just out of nowhere, Jimmy Graham out of nowhere. Mm-hmm. All right, he's not even on the team anymore. But anyways, you all right, him. Lee, the Baltimore Ravens. Like they are who we thought they are. I think so too. Right? Like that's like nobody came in here thinking like, oh, are they going to regress? Like they are. Like they've taken care of two teams. And Monday night, like we're obviously not recording, but like like. Monday night's Chiefs Ravens. Mm-hmm. Oh, that's going to be excited. a good one. That's going to be. That a good just one. takes away. Like they had to give us that when they're giving us the Jags and the uh, Dolphins yeah. on Thursday. Yeah, that's only fair. Uh, kind of the opposite of Baltimore, uh, Jeremy. The Minnesota Vikings. Uh, they're missing Stephon Diggs. I said this prior to when we started recording. Both them and the Houston Texans are missing the wide receiver one they traded away this year. Um, the offense is anemic. Uh, the defense has eight new players that they're breaking into their starting. Sure. Like, they but, almost lost their entire D-line. They're, they're super – they're highly paid, like, a lot yeah. of them, and they're still not doing anything. It's uh, – that's a they team. Just, they look like a dumpster fire. They mm-hmm. might have to fire their coach this season. Who is their coach? Mike Zimmer. Mike Zimmer. Zimmer, that's right. Face shield. Yeah. One of the one of the two guys with face shields. Him and Andy Reid? Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, moving on. Uh, Stefan Diggs' new team, Lee, the Buffalo Bills. Like it's it's one of these things where it's like, do you want to go overboard that they just like beat the Jets and the Dolphins, but they've also looked fantastic. So like it's like I don't know how excited I want to be about them until I see it. It's like the good old like eye test. The eye tests are passing. Yeah, they look fantastic. I, 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 I'll go for it, Jake. I'll, I'll say this: you can't blame them for who they're playing. No, and, and right? that's not what I'm saying. Like but like, that's but like how high? Like even like when I was looking at a couple rankings, they're like, where do we rank the Bills? Right, because it's like we have the Dolphins and the Jets in like the bottom ten, yeah. right? And it's not their fault, but we just don't know. We don't know what we're mm-hmm. getting from them because sure. like the Dolphins gave them the scare. I, I, I want to jump in here. So I've been watching the Bills games pretty closely, and they're really scared about their O line. Every every single one of their offensive linemen, the starting five, played every snap this past game. Ooh, that's not good. That's not good. Ooh, that's not good. Yeah. So that, but then Josh Allen has now thrown for three hundred yards and uh, for the first time in his career. 
uh, which is good. And he followed that up by throwing for 400. So next week's 500. Week four, 600. Yeah. And so on take and so that, forth. all your batters. Uh, Stefan Diggs, uh, Cole Beasley, and John Brown, they look like they all fit together very well at yeah. the wide receiver room. And I'm very excited about that. Just three different players. Like, yeah. like, they're like three different type of guys. That's that's kind of like what the, the Rams had, what, two years ago? Who was there with uh, well, well, Brandon, had, Brandon Cooks, Brandon Robert Cooks. Woods. Thank you. Yeah. Brandon Robert Cooks, Robert Woods, and Cooper Cup. Yeah, yeah. exactly. And that's kind of like the model that they have going on right now, yeah. too. Yeah. Uh, okay. Last but not least, uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. Jerem. Uh yuck. Like, yeah. uh, like, like they don't my- play. They don't play anything that like you don't want to watch them play. It seems like Carson Wentz is always being sacked. My, yeah, eight sacks against in Miles week Sanders one. Fumbles. The Washington Football Team. Their that defensive line looked really good in week one, and. I like Dallas Goddard. If you have Zach Ertz, sell him in fantasy football because no, Dallas Goddard's the guy. No, but you've said this for a year and a half now, Jer, so like, and but Zach Ertz has still been okay as well. He's been okay, yeah, but Dallas Goddard's the guy. More, more targets on less routes run and yeah. less snaps. I feel like it's just, that's going to always be like an Indianapolis Colts team where they're going to support two. Mm-hmm. Right? Like, I think that's going to be like your Doyle and Ebron kind of thing. You know what I mean? But I guess like if you're counting Ebron as Goddard, you want Ebron. You know what I mean? No, I don't want to say I want Ebron, so I'll, I'll ignore that. But Goddard's going to be the guy that we're going to be talking about as a top five tight end next oh, year. I want to quickly just talk the Jags. What do we think sure. about the Jags? Like I don't, I don't know. It's, it's, I'm, it's the, I'm out of this god dang Survivor League because I'm like Jags Colts Week One, baby. Yeah, I'm like let's too. get let's get the Colts on out of here, and I'm out. And I want to say probably half our league went out. Yeah, right? I, I, I'm picking the Colts this upcoming week. Who do they have? I think they have the Jets. Fair, right? But it's like it's like I couldn't believe it. I was like twenty bucks. I'm like, hey, this is gonna be exciting, something to watch. I mean, and I'm just like watching in the horror. I'm watching in the horror. <laughs> they, the, the Colts didn't punt at all in the first week and lost. And then, well, and T.Y. Hill that drops, too. Yeah. But, yeah, anyways. But, like, the Jags look good. The Jags look so good that even if they finish bad with how good Minshew's look, like, do they pick Trevor Lawrence or do they go address other options? Well, well the, sorry, the Jags? Yeah. Yeah, the Jags aren't going to get Trevor Lawrence. The Jets are getting Trevor Lawrence, 100%. Yeah, I think so. You think they're going to move on from Sam? Yeah. I don't even think Sam, it's been They fault. want a quarterback that doesn't see ghosts. Yeah, fair enough. I don't, Yeah. I, I I just think like I think every team I'm a big believer I know the quarterback's a quarterback and like Joe Burrow's Joe Burrow but like I just I like that Oregon offensive lineman like I think he's a once in a generation talent uh, I think it's Sewell like Penny Sewell or something like that okay. but yeah like it's like he's he's the big offensive lineman he's gonna go number two if he doesn't go number one and I would always just I you can never have enough good offensive linemen it's true that's how you build a football team no yeah exactly anyways we could talk about this for another Days. three hours yeah. another three hours. Thank you for listening to us, Poor Sports listeners. Remember, follow us on Instagram at poor underscore sports. Uh, hit us up. Let us know what you want us to talk about in the future. We'll be back in two weeks. Uh, enjoy the football. Enjoy the basketball. I think we'll probably the NHL will be done. Yeah, MLB, play, MLB playoffs will be happening. MLB playoffs will be happening. NBA finals will probably be uh, Could in be done. full swing. Could they be done by that point? Uh, I, I, Depends I, on how these series go right Yeah, now. sure enough. But anyways, looking forward to it, gentlemen. Thanks so much. This was a lot of fun. Cheers. Bye for now. Poor sport.